1: You can subscribe to Locked on Rays on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and online at fanstreamsports.com. And when you get in your car, tell your smart device to play Locked on Rays. We're also on Twitter and Instagram at Locked on Rays. Also, be sure to check out and subscribe to our brand new Patreon page,
0: patreon.com slash Rays Unfiltered. That's right. Um, I'd like to say thank you to a couple people that joined the Rays Unfiltered family, Ben and Cheryl. Thank you, guys. I hope you enjoy the content that we will actually put up a, a new segment um, for today in the afternoon.
1: Yes, and that is all we're going to say about that for right <laughs> now. Uh, we also plan to, once the regular season wraps up, to organize a Patreon subscriber-only Rays fan zoom chat. So be sure to look for that. And if you want to get involved in all of that and everything we have to offer, patreon.com slash Rays unfiltered. Okay. Your Tampa Bay Rays lost five to two last night to the fighting New York Lugos, moving their record to 36 and 20, still leading the Yanks by three and a half games for the division title and leading the White Sox by one and a half games for the top seed in the American League. Um, So, wow, I guess uh, Jacob deGrom and and Seth Lugo create quite a one-two punch. I would have thought that the Rays would come out firing a little bit more, although Lugo was very, very impressive, I will say, uh, last night, especially on the fastball,
0: using that as an out pitch. He definitely was. And, again, this is why you play the game, right? Because you Mm -hmm. say, oh, okay, they got Lugo and they got DeGrom. Okay, we'll put the loss on DeGrom and then um, they'll beat up on Lugo. No, (laughs) completely the opposite, right? I mean, Lugo was uh, pretty good last night. And, like you said, the fastball was – everything was really working. Mm -hmm. The, 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 The sequencing and all that, which actually was not working for Blake.
1: Yeah, I mean, if there is a positive for Blake Snell, it's the fact that he did get up to 108 pitches. So Mm -hmm. he is fully stretched out for the postseason. But he's got to find a way to get rid of those 33-pitch innings and getting uh, the bases juiced and just getting in trouble. I mean, that game could have, quite frankly, been a lot worse for Blake Snell. It could have been four earned runs or or five earned runs instead of, what was it, two earned runs or whatever it was before? A three on the end, but I mean, okay, one yeah. was
0: by, by, uh, let in by Curtis. But yeah, I mean, it's just right. he wasn't sharp. He wasn't as right. sharp as you want him to be. And you can look at the strikeouts and be like, well, what do you mean he wasn't sharp? It's the long innings. It's yes. the 20, 28, 30 pitch innings that that's not going to cut it in the in the postseason. And if, and if it does, let's say you do have an inning that – you do have 30 pitches in. Like we saw Charlie Morton do a couple of times, not only in the the wild card game, but I believe game three of the ALDS. Mm -hmm. It's going to be very tough on the bullpen because now you have to play a lot of matchups and a lot of guys in the bullpen have to be 100%. And then you're going to have to be even better than people – were thinking that you had to be right cuz if right. you have a 30 pitch inning now you're going to have to have a lot of 12 pitch innings uh yes. 10 8 you know just to make up for for that um for that overload in the first and second inning like like Blake had it just seems that he's got to improve that
1: fastball command and where he's locating it because at times it just seems like it's all over
0: the place uh and he kind of leaves it flintering up at times but yeah arm side up it seems yeah. like it's been a a problem this whole season and ba actually mentioned something that we hadn't heard since 2019 early before the the the, the toe accident oh God. Um, from Blake Snell. um what do
1: how did he again can we remind our listeners how he hurt his
0: toe he was he was uh, apparently shifting some uh, bathtub furniture or something while in 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 the shower and as he Got out. Uh, Snell he, uh, doing housework.
1: His... I find that hard to believe. I don't. Think I it's think he housework. dropped it's, a it's, controller it's... on his foot. He dropped a frappuccino <laughs> or a
0: burrito on his foot, <laughs> and that,
1: uh, maybe, that maybe that
0: caused some issues there. I've um, never taken a frappuccino in the bathroom, though. I'll tell you that much.
1: Yeah, that's true.
0: That's you know gross. That. Um, <laughs> but, but the point is, Ba said. He was just trying every pitch, and it's like the first, second inning. Like, right. what are you doing? Why are you using your curveball, your changeup, your your fast? I mean, just establish the fastball command. Yes. It's good everything enough works to get away exactly. with it. Yeah. You're going to work it off. We saw that by DeGrom yesterday. What was that? Right. I think his first 17 pitches, he threw 15 fastballs. Right. Like, if you have a fastball that has some giddy-up, which Blake has, certainly has – it's a it's a pitch to work with, and, right. and you have that command. Then you can throw a little changeup, a little curveball, and it becomes even more um, effective. But he was just throwing everything—the sliders—and it's the second inning, the first inning. Like, yeah, it's this is not how you can how... save some
1: of your weapons for the yeah. fourth and fifth, and so on and so forth. I did like the decision by cash to trot Snell out again in the sixth inning because he had ended the fifth uh, at like 90-something pitches. And then it's like, okay, we're going to give it to you again instead of making that decision to, all right, we're going to pull the plug. So stretching him out a little bit more, I do appreciate that. It would have been great for him to get out of the inning, but you had Pete Alonzo up, who already had hit a home run and drawn right. a walk, and... Uh, Blake Snell, he, again, prone to the long ball at times, so I, I really didn't have an issue with bringing in Curtis after no. that. You mention, I mean, you talk about trying to, you've got to play the games. Th- these right. games aren't won in a simulator or on paper, which is why, okay, you look at, all right, we'll take the Lugo game, but probably lose the DeGrom game, and it turns out to be the opposite. No. I mean, last yeah. night, Alex Voth pitched a complete game against the Phillies. It was seven innings, but still complete game, one run ball. Yeah. Griffin Canning for the Angels generated uh one earned run and ten strikeouts and six innings against the power hitting Padres. Like it it happens where I yeah. and I think Lugo is a solid pitcher. I don't know if he's I don't think he's as good consistently as he was last night but we have to keep in mind these guys are as you like to say professionals which is why i'm trying i'm doing my best not to just look at the era and say ah this guy has a six and a half era the rays are going to score eight
0: runs tonight it it doesn't work like that uh, usually i'm i'm glad we've come to that understanding no seth Lugo. look i mean he, he again he's a professional and he he was outstanding yesterday i mean i think if we would have put a poll uh if we had been Mets fans and we put a a poll on what do you think seth lugo's numbers were a lot of people would have put exceeded expectations right Uh, so you know there's that to say but you know again they have one more game today they don't clinch the yankees went to town uh in buffalo Mm. man people do like that stadium though they yeah, like a lot, to of, that a lot of bombs ball.
1: there in, in Salem
0: Field. Must be it's, the lighting,
1: right? That's why the balls are <laughs> flying out.
0: Yeah, it's like, uh, you know, remember the, the London series? That was like 25 yes. to 22. It was like a football match.
1: Crazy, crazy yeah. what goes on there. A couple other notes from the game uh, that I want to mention.
0: Willie Adamas, our boy. Yeah.
1: Showing that pop, going the Man. other way.
0: He, he likes the lighting. <laughs> he likes the lighting in City Field, huh?
1: Apparently. So... Uh, by the numbers, he currently ranks 11th among all shortstops in war this season at 1.3. That is a tinge behind Xander Bogarts at 1.5 and Dansby Swanson at 1.4. I should also add that Adamas is just behind Bogarts in slugging percentage, 486 to 487. Although what's funny is that after Adamas hit the ball the other way, Robinson Cano in the bottom half of the inning was like, all right, I'll one up you kid yeah. and take a a 2-2 fastball way outside the zone and deposit it the other way. Man, Cano still got it at at 37 years old. Should we should we check to see if he's been taking diuretics or something? What is going on?
0: Uh, I mean, he's he looks pretty good. He looks pretty good to be 37 and uh, you know what 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 sucked about that is that the momentum shift you could you could feel it because Mikey and Blake were like okay this is a pop up yeah you know where is it and and it carried all the way out and it, it was impressive and again he's an impressive hitter you you said all the the hits and the, the the awards that Cano has gotten but right. it's it's really impressive what he has been able to do with with the, with the Mets still I mean at what thirty six thirty seven years old it's it's uncanny
1: the the other thing I want to note and I'm sure you saw this um, second inning KK's outfield assist, saving oh, a run there, the beautiful. throw to home and also great setup by your boy, Al Clutch setting up left of home plate and making the tag, knowing that Alonso is a slower runner. So that's where he's going to get the baseball and actually makes a legitimate tag on Alonzo. But were you a little bit surprised at all that KK didn't attempt to try to dive for that play, or it was kind of, it was such sort of an in-between
0: deal there. Conspiracy theory. Yes. We, you know how we've said, oh, Keka has lost a step in uh, eye tests? Seemingly, yes. Right. Um, what if, again, this is conspiracy theory, uh, the Rays have kind of told him, hey, it's okay to back off. I, I know who you are, you're the outlaw, but we want you healthy. We need you to, like, eh, just be a little more cautious. And if you go into the archives of your minds, race fans, uh, search all those KK moments where you were like, oh, he could have made that play, uh, you know, in years past. Did it seem like he was maybe holding off just a little bit? Because that's a good point yesterday. Could he have made a diving catch uh, yesterday in 2016, 2017 with his ability? I think so, right? But he also knows I've got a cannon for an arm. I can throw 100 yes. from the outfield, and it was just executed perfectly. I mean, it was just a beautiful play from center field. It, it, you you couldn't have painted any more beautifully. And then the end of the results was Mikey again, like you said, swiping like an infielder, and he had himself quite a game. Mikey did with that not only that tag, but he got two runners out. Uh, trying to steal second, helping out Blake kind of get to the six. Mm-hmm. So, Mikey, El clutch. Um, yeah. Great game as well. And,
1: and blocking pitches and showing athleticism when there's a ball in front of him. He just throws the mask off, gets to it, can nab a runner out at first. Like, you know, even with uh, Ahmed Rosario or something running down the line at first, like right. he's Perez is an athletic catcher, and I think where, you know, earlier on in the season, there were some more defensive mistakes, but it seems like with more playing time, he's certainly, he's getting comfortable. He's settling yeah. into that role for sure. And I agree with you. Yeah, it did seem like KK hesitated there for a second. And that's a play. If you even a split second, you're mm-hmm. not going to get to that ball because it was a, a lefty swing on a slider, that side spin, the angle that it comes in, it probably makes for a tough play there. And you also got to think, I mean, if that gets behind KK, uh, you know, right? It's probably an inside the park home run yes. for Jeff McNeil. Three runs right there.
0: So maybe I thought he, it was perfect. That, that, honestly, yes, that's yeah. what you had to do. If you're KK, you had to do that. And 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 as a Rays fan, you saw that play developing, and we've seen the outlaw make these throws so many times that you're like, oh, mm-hmm. you know what? I hope they send them because I want to see something special, and you get to see KK's cannon. Uh, just at work there now. It was a beautiful play. It took me back to the playoffs. It was, it was awesome.
1: Teams you've been warned. Don't, don't try KK or L clutch. Don't do it.
0: How many years does it take for, for, for runners to say, well, you know what? I'm not going to run on KK. Yeah. Stop. And, and you're Pete Alonso Again, maybe it's the national league. They don't get the same scouting reports that, uh, the American League gets, which I think that's that's bogus, but but
1: you would you know, think Pete Alonso's a Tampa kid. He's seen. He right. should know KK, right?
0: Like uh, the third base coach, you know, just you know, wind him up and uh, go, yeah, go, his eyes go to home or bud. something. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, they ultimately
1: won the game though, so I guess they yeah. technically get the last laugh there. But yeah, it is funny. Uh, I, I I don't want to mention this, but I will. Uh, okay. Guillermo Heredia. Oh. Home run, man. The x-ray factor, huh? Yes, the x-ray factor. That should have been, okay, I'm putting this all on, not John (laughs) Curtis, but the home plate umpire for not calling the previous pitch strike three. Bottom of the zone, perfect location. That gives Heredia a second life, forces Curtis to, okay, I got to elevate the slider a little bit to appease your terrible strike zone here. And we see uh, Heredia launch
0: one, which happens once in a blue moon. Yeah, he was out. He was out of there, and I know that you know you've been an anti-Heredia at the box. Guy. I just think
1: he's not a and uh, he's replacement he level. I he mean, he laughed
0: at us yesterday with that bomb. That, that because honestly, bro, that was a bomb. It yeah. was tagged real well. So you know, good for Heredia. We enjoyed him yeah. having a, a, him a, as a clubhouse. Uh, a lot, you know, guy. Yes,
1: he was a good. He provided a lot of energy and spark in the clubhouse, and. I mean, the Mets are loaded with former Rays. Between yeah. Wilson Ramos, Robin Re <laughs> Rene Rivera was on the yeah. team this year too. Like, how many how many former Rays catchers do you want? I think Rasmo like, Ramirez is another one. A lot of guys. If the
0: Mets it, it, the Mets don't get catchers unless they've played in Tampa Bay or something, I don't know. Right, there's some quirky thing going on there with the New York Mets. All right,
1: moving on. The Rays have unveiled their 40-man player pool for the playoffs. And there's some interesting names on the list we'll discuss. But first, we've got to tell you about Indeed.com. Indeed.com is the number one job site in the world because Indeed gets you the best people fast. Unlike other sites, Indeed gives you full control and payment flexibility over your hiring. You only pay for what you need, you can pause your account at any time, and there are no long-term contracts. Plus, Indeed provides powerful tools to make your search that much easier, like sponsored jobs, which are shown to be three and a half times more likely to result in a hire. With 73% of online job seekers visiting Indeed each month, Indeed is going to get you the important hire you need just like they have for over 3 million businesses. So right now, Indeed is offering our listeners a free $75 credit to boost your job post, which means more quality candidates will see it fast. Try Indeed out with a free $75 credit at Indeed.com slash LockedOnMLB. This is their best offer available anywhere. Go right now to indie.com slash locked on MLB. Terms and conditions apply. Offer valid through September 30th. All right, Ulysses. So, your Tampa Bay Rays have announced their 40 man postseason eligible player pool. So, to recap here, they will only have 28 active players. During the postseason, but these 40 players are the ones who will be eligible for the active roster and can travel to the postseason bubble if Tampa Bay wins its wild card series matchup. Right. And I want to run through kind of the positions here and then okay. get your thoughts on how uh, the so, Rays have handled this.
0: So if people have pen and paper, you know, get ready to scratch. Uh, some notes here, okay? Yes. I'm not going to go through all 40 players. I'm just going to kind <laughs> okay. of note the, the highlights here. Okay, so
1: okay. the Rays are carrying four catchers. That includes top catching prospect Ronaldo Hernandez. We've seen him on the taxi squad this season. Uh, the The Rays will have nine infielders. Some interesting as to this group. Vidal Brujan, uh, G-Man Choi, and Yandy Diaz, who are injured right now. And, of course... Wander Franco, there he is. This has to be by. This has to be a some some way for the Rays to rile up mm. fan support and get interest in this team come postseason. They want more Wander talk. I'm oh, going yeah. with
0: that conspiracy theory. They want more uh, more cameras pointed at the Rays just because yes. Wander Franco is in the dugout, uh, chilling with the guys, and uh, you know creating havoc.
1: Yeah, if he's actually in the dugout over under how many times the TV broadcast crew oh. does a direct shot at Wander Franco sitting there and every you know, half mask inning. on his face chewing gum or whatever, yeah.
0: Every half inning, they're going to get him spitting, they're going to get him chewing seeds, they're going to get him laughing, they're going to get him serious. It's just going to be yeah. a, a, a wonder World. He's got
1: plus, plus...
0: Seed-chewing abilities. Look yes. at the way he, at he
1: chugs Aww. that Gatorade. That is that is a skill right there.
0: Look at that jawline just working yes. those muscles. That's amazing. Really uncanny, the uniqueness. Uh,
1: if you don't know by now, Ulysses and I, despite Franco being added to this uh, 40-man postseason player pool, we do not think, at least I don't think things have changed in the last 24, 48 hours,
0: for us on our uh, opinion on this, that he will not see action we've this season for the race, a hard stand on this. And we're going to have to die by the sword here. I, I know a yes. lot of race fans are like, no, come on. Of course he's going to see some, we've taken a hard stand. He is not going to play in 2020. Okay. Keep going.
1: Yes. Let, let, and also just to add on to that real quickly, Franco is not on the team's regular active 40-man roster, so for him to be included on that, they're going to have to drop or get rid of somebody else, unless there's a rash of injuries within the next four games or so, which I guess based on the Rays' history this season certainly could happen, but I digress from that. Okay, Uh, the Rays will be carrying eight outfielders, no big surprises here outside of maybe Brian O'Grady added to the list. And 19 pitchers, in addition to all the usual suspects, Jose Alvarado is on the list, Sean Gilmartin, and Brett Honeywell and Shane McClanahan. And uh, I also will say, as far as notable snubs from the 40-man postseason pool, uh, I guess Kevin Padlow and Edgar Garcia would be a couple of those.
0: I think the Rays might be telling Kevin Padlow he is not part of the future. Mm-hmm. I know this is, might, might not be the, 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 the breaking news people want to hear on, on the 40-man playoff pool. But this is what I, this is my biggest take, really, is because being part of the 40-man and not being included into the playoff pool is definitely not an, okay, we'll get him next time. It smells more like a Keon Wong situation where yes. the guys does everything expected from the organization in the triple a double a a level and never gets a chance in the major so um this tied up with the fact that they're actually playing it kind of risky with not only one or two but three players that are potential no-nos for the rest of the season in 2020 and you include them in there in Choi, ds and meadows this kind of begs the question: How much information are they withholding uh, with this? In- with these injuries, are are they as severe as they're mm. fr- first told, or they're claimed to be? Or because if they are as severe, why are you burning that? The is playoff a great spots? point.
1: I think they're they're. I don't want to say telling lies, but not being totally up front with Mark Topkin in the media because I think Cash was quoted as saying the other day, yeah, they're a long way off. We got to see a lot of progress from them in the next week. You don't just burn a spot Three. on injured guys, multiple guys like that. Like and and I do agree with your point about Padlo, like why would you add, you know, Franco and Brujan if you're not cuz Padlo, I mean, he had done well at AAA and would of seem course. like the most ready guy for that spot so unless they're thinking of okay we need to get the the leg and the speed of Vidal you know in an extra inning pinch run situation or whatever it may be but so a little conspiracy theory there the the Rays are not being totally upfront about uh, the injuries and so on
0: look and if they are 100% and and again they're as severe you're then you're burning three spots because if Meadows and Gemon and, and Yandi don't come back, that could have been three spots for maybe a couple more pitchers, maybe one more hitter, like a Kevin Padlow. Uh, again, a Taylor Walls in a situation um, that you know. It, it's just, it's it's an it's odd, right?
1: Yeah. Um, what I will say, well, let me let me throw this out there to you. Of all the guys that have not seen major league action. Who do you think will be first or, or could see action in the postseason? That's a good question. Franco, Brujan, uh, Honeywell, McClanahan. Those are the only guys I see. Oh, I guess Ronaldo Hernandez too. So about five names there. Out I've, of all those
0: guys who is most likely to get an appearance on a postseason game for the Rays. The least likely is actually not Wander for me. It's going to be uh, Ronaldo. I, agree I don't right think they're yes. just there for, Hey, look get the experience. Soak it in. Yeah. You don't uh, throw you're, a you're,
1: catcher who hasn't played above single a ball. Yeah. Hasn't played above the Florida state league. Okay. Yeah. Work with our pitching staff. Work with work Blake. With more. Let's see no. how that works out. Yeah. No, not no, going to happen. No,
0: not going to happen. So that he's the least, yeah. uh, then wander. <laughs> uh, yeah. but if I have to pick one, I'm going to go with the, the lefty USF Bowl uh, product in Shane McClellan, uh, cause he looked good in both uh, the spring training and summer camp. Right. Uh, you, you, you can't always uh, count on guys just to you know be effective. But, I mean, his stuff is just amazing and it looks so crisp. I, I think Shane could be um, – that's going to be my pick. Guys yeah. who haven't played in the MLB but could see some playoff time would be Shane. I agree with you there. Quite frankly, I'd rather see Shane McClanahan than Sean
1: Gilmartin, to be honest. And if Jose Alvarado I, isn't I didn't available, want to say it. I didn't want to say it. But I yeah. mean, <laughs> let's be honest. Um, yeah. If Alvarado isn't available, you might need that extra lefty. And McClanahan's not just oh, he's a uh, platoon guy can only get lefties out. No, this guy is legitimate. He can get yeah. guys out from both sides of the plate, and he's got he's got the. Uh, long-term college experience and a lot of minor league experience. I mean, if they're willing already to call up Josh Fleming, here you go, bud, take the wheel. I think they could certainly do the same thing with McClanahan. In fact, I think McClanahan might've been, may have been close to prime for that spot. Had he not had a setback, I think he had some kind of leg or, or knee injury issue. So he's, I, I agree with you. I think he's kind of next man up if it comes to that. And, and honestly, I wouldn't be mad about it. I'd like to see what what he oh, yeah. can do. I mean, they I, clearly they seemingly have more confidence in him than Edgar Garcia. And I know Garcia's righty, but still.
0: Again. And, and yeah, you need that, 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 that power from, from the left side. That would be nice if Alvarado isn't there now again. And, and this, this will be my last point with Shane is that <laughs> I'm doing it selfishly too, because it really would be awesome to yes. cheer for a, a, uh, an alumni of USF with the race. Uh, that would be for us. I think on a personal note, that would be pretty, pretty cool. That would be very awesome. Uh, and also Cape Coral product. So another little Ooh, add-on
1: for that's me right. where my parents live. I guess I got to be a fan of Mike Zanino in that case because he is the pride <laughs> of Mariner High School and Cape yep. Coral and, and everything like that. The only like, other USF name that comes to mind related to the Rays would be chuck hernandez but i think he was just a pitching coach i don't know i that that might be a good trivia question yeah that'd be a great trivia question USF how many usf players yeah a little sneaky sneaky there uh also i have what i think is a fair reasonable and pretty interesting prop bet here for you but i think i'm gonna save it for raise unfiltered on patreon sounds good Little teaser there so, if you want to check that out, this might be one of my better prop bet introductions, too. So, I don't Ooh. want to hype it up too much, but
0: that you is already all did. I'm too late. To say too late. About it. Uh, um, I'm, I do want to hype up the Zoom meeting that yeah. will happen um, as soon as the. the... Okay, last let's, game let's of call the... it a
1: chat, not a meeting. A meeting sounds too. You're right. uh, I like, like that.
0: Okay, we're doing work
1: and we're. You know, okay. Uh, how's how's sales looking? Yeah, uh, yeah. you know. Can we get the our, purchasing
0: director on the line? Please? I know. Uh, you know, yeah.
1: what's our marketing and community engagement? Let, let's let's go to that <laughs> section. Uh, chat conversation.
0: Yes. Fun zone. I don't know. Yeah, friendly chat on Rays yes. uh, with with fans that are all around the world. Uh, when that um, last game ends against the Phillies on Sunday, we will set up a, a, a time. Uh, in the coming days to to get that all uh, set in stone and you know join us on Raise unfiltered uh, on patreon
1: yeah and that is something by the way that we will be trying to do uh i guess monthly pretty regularly it's not just a one-time deal okay here's our our zoom chat and move on we're going to try to again we want to create more interaction with listeners and uh that is a way to go about it uh all right that wraps up this edition of locked on rays now tell your smart device to play the most recent episode of locked on mlb hope you all have a wonderful day stay safe and we'll talk to you tomorrow